Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Let Me Clarify podcast with Michael Achumba. Michael Achumba here, how are you doing? How did the elections go yesterday? I hope you got to vote. But that aside, um, welcome again to Let Me Clarify. Um, it's been a wonderful week. Week here in Nigeria filled with people trying to make sure they vote, everybody anxious about what will come out from the election results and all of that. But today we'll move our focus back to the word, which is the Shores Foundation, and we'll continue our series on the faith. Um, last week we began the series and we talked about what faith is. And we explored what exactly faith means to us. We started with Hebrews 11.1 1, and we began to break down what, what does faith do? How does faith work? How do we get faith? And how does it spill over into our lives and our will and our actions and our thoughts? And I think we got the handle of that and we're going to move to the next phase, which is part two on work. We're going to define what work is as it relates to Christians and as it relates to everyone and why it's important the work comes into the conversation about faith. So welcome to part two, episode two of our faith series. Today, I would like to start with a prayer from Ephesians 1 and from verse 17. Father, I pray that you give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we can know you better. And I pray that our eyes of understanding may be enlightened so that we may know what the hope you have called us to is and we may experience the riches of your glorious inheritance in us. Amen. So welcome everyone. So I'll go right into it. Uh, our text for today is from Colossians 3, 23. It says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And um, Ephesians 4, 28, anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. Today's episode is titled Word is Work. It is part two of our faith series. So all throughout the Bible, work is used in two senses or three senses, two major ones and three, one of them is divided into two. So one, when it comes to work, Unto the Lord, we usually talking about spiritual work like sacrifices and setting up the tent. We see it in Leviticus, Numbers, um, any work that relates directly to God's word, God's temple in the Old Testament or in the New Testament, in the synagogues, is called working for the Lord or working unto God. No matter the job, if it is just 
cleaning the temple, if it is dismantling the temple, it, if it is removing the blood from the altar, if it is carrying the scapegoat outside of the camp so that it can go into the bush, whatever work you do as relates directly to any of God's ordinances around the priesthood that is working for the Lord. Now, on the other side is the work that humans do and that means anything you do to earn a wage so if you walk watch through the scriptures you will notice that work usually refers to things you do not hobbies but things you do to earn a wage or to earn that's that's why in Ephesians 40 it says nobody should steal anymore but it should work so that they can get something and share with those who are in need. So why is work important in our fake lives? Without thinking so hard, we all know that we spend at least five out of every seven days in a week at a workplace, some people six. So we spend most of our waking hours working for a living. Whether you're doing an office job, whether you're a businessman, businessmen and entrepreneurs spend longer time working because they have to manage the business on in the day and then think through the business in the night and so on and so forth. We spend most of our times working. Whether you're a office guy, whether you're an engineer, you're a CEO, you're a um, accountant, you spend most of your working life or your living life working. So. It's important to God that we factor in what we do in those times to our lives. That's one. Two, God is also interested in what we do outside of those times. Your leisure time, how you speak to your wife, how you act. In fact, anything you do, any action in God's eye is some sort of of work so he says i know your works it's not talking about i know the job that you do of course that's included but every single thing you do are your own works and like we said last week we said if faith is real it's an intangible force that bears an effect on your thoughts your actions your decisions so god looks at our works to see if it's actually a product of faith. So um, I'll, gi I'll give you a very good example in James, I think James 2. James is trying to pass a message across to the Christians and he's saying to them that if there are no works bring birth by your faith, how can we know that you have faith? Even Abraham, which is a very beautiful story. So God wants to bless Abraham. God promises Abraham, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to, all you have to do is believe in me and follow me. And Abraham has been doing a wonderful job so far. He left his father's house, he did this, he did that. And God had promised him his son and God had given him the son. And now God wakes up, he wakes up one morning and God says, Abraham, Take your son, Isaac, your only son, 
the one that you love and sacrifice him unto me. Now, when this comes, he doesn't know it's a test. But at the end of everything, he gets to go to the mountain. He places Isaac was about to kill him. The angel of God says no. And they see Abraham. And the statement the angel says to Abraham is, God has seen that now your faith is true. Your faith is true. That means before then, yes, he believed, yes, he was taking actions, but now God was it wanted to be sure that that faith that you have, that intangible force, would it produce the right kind of actions in your life? So that you're not just you're not just having a mental ascent like Ken Hagen calls it. You just you agree to what the Bible says, but you don't you don't allow it to mix with your will and your consciousness that it produces a kind of action. A good example of it affecting your words or your works is something that we laugh about a lot. But sometimes when you we laugh about it, but we, we need to think through the thought pattern that produces that. So you see probably an old woman in faith maybe she's in her 40s 50s she has been working with God for the past 20 25 years and then she's maybe somewhere and somebody says hello madam you are the last of the line and she says god forbid i can never be the last i'm always the first i'm never the last now it may sound ridiculous at that point in time but her confession is in tandem to what she really believes about herself. She has said she is not the last. She believes God's word that she is not the last. And it's, it's so rooted in her psyche that she would rather use a different word for being the last person on the line than use the word last. It's, that's, that's what... That's what's, your work should look like when you're a person of faith. Your your words should reflect it. Your actions should reflect it. The way you walk should reflect it. I would like to bring this towards our everyday work from how we treat our customers, how we um, handle, handle our work, how we spend time in our offices. I know there's a tendency here, especially here in Nigeria, for for people to become lax because, trust me, I I sympathize with most people. Working in in Nigerian organization can be very frustrating, from corruption to poor pay to. I am poor leadership structure. Different, there are different reasons for that, and that is why we have Colossians three twenty three that I read earlier. It says, "Do your work with all your heart, as if you are working for the Lord, and not for your human masters." This was Paul speaking to people who were slaves and saying, "Only." the establishment right now and do your work as if you are doing your work unto the Lord 
which I can tell you from experience is very, very difficult. But that's why it's something of faith. Faith is not easy. Faith is not easy. Faith can be difficult. Faith isn't easy at all. But that is why we need grace. Grace comes to help us achieve that. Grace comes to help us do that. Remember, faith is not yours. Faith comes by hearing God's word. So when you hear this and say, Oh, I am supposed to serve like I am serving unto the Lord. You get on your knees and say, Lord, please help me to do the work like I am a person of faith. Let my actions, my word, my decisions, my thoughts all align to the faith. That is you working for God. Working for God is beyond being a pastor, a teacher, or a um, an evangelist, a prophet, the fourfold ministries. It has nothing to do with that. It's about you being a reflection of God's life in everything that you do. It's about being a reflection of God's life in every single thing that you do. So, my question to you is, what is work to you? Is, is work just you going, to, going somewhere and coming back? Or is work every waking day of your life, whatever thing you do? That, that's what work should be to you. And when you know that, you understand that you that must reflect your faith that we talked about last week. It must reflect your faith. It must reflect what you believe in. It reflects. It must reflect what you, what you stand for. It must reflect who you are on the inside. No wonder James said, "Faith without work is dead." We must be able to see your faith in action. Thank you. Think that brings us to the end of today's. Let me clarify podcasts. So next week we would begin looking and dissecting this faith without work is dead. We would go through that scripture line by line and then break it down and see how can we relate our faith and our work together and produce something that will bring glory to God and praise of God to the mouths of men. Thank you again for staying with me. I remain your host, Michael Achumba, and see you guys next week. Bye-bye.